Ladies and gentlemen, we now present George Edwards in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. said as, as they'd set the dogs on you, didn't I? <laughs> oh, it wasn't as bad as that. The dogs came running out when I came through the gate, but Miss Trelawney soon called them off. Oh, and how did the old man greet you? Well, he was asleep when I got there. <laughs> Not him. He sits in that chair of his before the fire, pretending he hears nothing, <laughs> but there's no to escape his ears. <laughs> All the same, he's a very sick man. Oh, I am not denying that. Esther will not be burdened much longer with him, unless her looks dead out. Why? Do you think she'll be glad when her father dies? It'll give her a chance to get away from that farm there, which be more than she's done these five years. Hardly set her foot off the place since young Sammy struck that trouble of his. Is that five years ago? Oh, so you know about it then? Yes. You don't say... Well, well, you're the last one I'd suspect of having any truck with a man of his kidney. Never clapped eyes on such an evil-looking customer in all my life. I remember well the time he first came in here. Young Sammy and one or two others and myself were sitting in the tap room. It were a hot summer afternoon, and we was mighty glad of a pot of landlord's ale. We was talking about nothing in particular, and all of a sudden, a shadow fell across the room as he stood in the door. I don't know why it was, but something in the very shape of him made us all stop talking and stare, sort of queer-like. When be your father going to start harvesting the apples in his orchard, Sam? Friday, maybe. He were talking about taking them to Bodmin and trying his hand at selling them around the houses himself. I was wondering if I could maybe borrow his cart. Them pigs of mine is eating their heads off. If I could take them into market, maybe next week. Hello? What be old Badger speaking up about? Oh, must be a stranger. I've not heard Badger bark like that before. Well, gentlemen, what are you staring at? Pray continue drinking your beer. Oh, no harm meant. We, uh, we are just struck rather a heap by seeing a stranger down this way. Whose dog is this? Mine. And I'd be obliged if you'd call him off. His manners aren't any quicker than his master's. Down, Badger, down. Look out, Sam. He nearly had you then. Oh, I can't think what's come over him. Stop it, Badger. Oh, bad luck to you. Will you do as I tell you? Badger! Let me cry! <laughs> Look out what you're doing. Stop it. Do you want to kill the dog? Here, grab the stick off of it. Oh, you, uh, what sort of a man be you to strike a dog like that? What sort of a dog do you keep that he'll attack a perfect stranger in such a way? I've never seen him to the like of it afore. And I imagine after the lesson I taught him, he won't make the same mistake again. I'll trouble you to hand me back my stick. Throw it on the floor, eh? Master and dog, 
Vodka! Now, by Jiminy! Now, hold back, Sam. Let the fellow be. He's not worth wasting your strength on. If it comes to strength, you toothless old scarecrow, there are other things besides brawn and sinew. Aye, that there be. There be common decency. But what did a man like you know of that? Come, Sam, lad. Let's leave him be and attend to the poor dog. He's got some bones broke by the look of him. Oh, you can well imagine, sir, that we took no great liking to the feller after that. No, I... I don't suppose you did. Sam told me that it was all he could do to keep his hands off his throat. And seeing what happened afterwards... Maybe it were a pity we held him back that day. Still, if you hadn't, it might have been worse for Sam. Worse than what happened in any case. Maybe you don't know the story, then. I know some of it. What I'd told you, I'll be bound. Well, you tell me. I'd like to know what people say about him down here. Uh, The name's black enough to call him by. If ever he showed his face round these parts... That is not likely. You know he's wanted for murder. Murder? I'd wanted for murder? You don't get much news of the outside world down here? Not much. Sometimes a paper gets brought back when one of the lads goes to market. But this be summit worth knowing about. I'd wanted for murder. You don't seem sorry. Sorry? If they had public hangings and I could go to see that fellow on the gallows, I'd walk a hundred miles, rheumatism and all. So he's pretty much hated around here. Hated? It were a bad day for Marston Bridge when I'd showed his ugly face about the place. Weren't long before he began to make trouble. A day or two after he beat Sam's poor dog, just about evening it was. Yes, Mother. There'll be a storm coming up. Go out and drive in the geese. If them young goslings get wet, they might all catch a cold and die. Just wait a minute till I put the last of the bread in the oven. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. You've a ways to go, and them clouds be coming up fast. Be sure you take the pasty out first, then. Sam will be calling in on his way back from Bodmin, and I promised him he'd have one. Oh, you and your Sam Trelawney. If you'd be begging pasties for Master Wallace. I don't care for Master Wallace, and that's an end to it. Then more's the pity. If you only knew which side your bread's buttered. Did you when you married father? He were a poor man, weren't he? And shouldn't that be a lesson to you? Look at the way I've been slaving all my life. And here's your chance to get yourself fixed up snug and comfortable by marrying a fine, upstanding man like Josiah Wallace. With two wives buried already. Well, I've no mind to be the third. Now, there's the bread all kneaded into loaves and ready for the oven. You take care of it and let me take care of who I marry. Young Sam will bring you nothing but a load of children and a life of work. Where did you drive the geese this morning? Into Farmer Heslings Field. There's a ton of pickings for them where they cut the grain last week. Then I'll go and fetch them back. Mind, don't let that pasty burn now. Oh, I mayn't approve of your marrying young Sam, but I got too much pride to let a pasty burn. Shoo! Shoo! Get along there with your shoe. Can I give you any help, young lady? Oh, how you frightened me. 
I didn't see you there behind the tree. I was looking for a place to shelter from the storm. Your geese don't seem to want to go home. I can't think what's come over them. Every man jack going in different directions. Look at that old gander there, and him been over this path a hundred times. Let me head him off. Shoot. Pull that up in the head to the right here. That's the way. Shoot. Shoot. Oh, thank you for your help, sir. I thought I'd never get them home before the storm. It's coming up fast now. Would you care to step inside a while and take a cup of tea and maybe some to eat? That's my mother's place just over there. If your mother wouldn't mind your bringing in a stranger... I tell her how you help me with the geese. Them geese are mother's pride. You send them to market, do you? Aye. Top price they always fetch, too. Then perhaps she wouldn't mind giving me a cup of tea and shelter when the rain comes. That she won't. Mother'll be right pleased to see a stranger. We hardly ever see anybody but ourselves from one year's end to the other. Mother! Mother, are you there? Yes, here will I be. Here's a gentleman that helped me home with the geese. I washed him in out of the storm. Oh, good day to you. I hope you don't mind my coming in in this way. Not a bit of it. Uh, won't you be taking off your hat and coat and end the scarf you've got up around your face? It's nice and warm by the stove and you'll not have need of them. Yes. I suppose I'd better take them off. Why? What's the matter? Oh, nothing. Nothing, sir. It's my face, eh? If you'd seen it outside, perhaps you mightn't have invited me in, is that it? Uh, why, whatever makes you say such a thing. Oh, where's your manners, sir? Is a, a fetch the gentleman a chair and wet the tea. I've got some saffron buns in the oven that'll be out in a minute or two. That's a fine pasty you've got over there. You know, it's years since I had a pasty. Oh, that, that's for... Mm. Oh, sirs, there's back back for a sweetheart. He'll be coming here on his way home from Bodmin. I see. Nothing would persuade you to part with it, I suppose. Part with it? But why? I've just got a fancy for it. Oh, she's baked it specially for Sam. Sam? I wonder is he the young gentleman I met a day or so ago down at the Marston Bridge Inn? A tall young fellow with red hair on him? That'll be the same. And so, you baked this specially for him. Well, well, well. Now, uh, suppose I were to offer you a guinea for it, hmm? A guinea? Yes, a guinea. You think I'm mad, eh? <laughs> I paid more than that for a meal in London a score of times. And I'll wager it hasn't been as rare a treat as a pasty baked for Sam by his sweetheart. Mother, why, why if you're serious... I was never more so. Now, is it a bargain? No. Don't be silly, Furza. What's a pasty? And a guinea means a lot to us. But Sam's coming in the gate now. I can hear his horse's hoops. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Here's the guinea. Now let me have my pasty. I'd like nothing better than to have young Sam come in and see me just starting to sink my teeth into his supper. <laughs> let me face the door 
so that I can get a good view of his face. <laughs> this is going to be good. <laughs> Almost as good as the pasty. <laughs> 